0: Welcome to TIBCO's BPM Plus podcast series. I'm Emily Burns, Product Marketing Manager at TIBCO Software. In this podcast series, we're discussing BPM Plus. The concept BPM Plus is about how business process management, or BPM, can be enhanced by the addition of complementary technologies and management practices. This podcast is designed to be a resource for your BPM planning. We'll talk to experts on how BPM can benefit your organization and how you can maximize the value of BPM by combining it with other technologies, In this case, we're discussing Complex Event Processing, or CEP. Joining us to talk about this is Dan Turns, TIBCO's Chief Technology Officer in the Asia-Pacific region. Welcome, Dan. Hi, Emily. Dan, CEP, as we mentioned, is Complex Event Processing, but can you explain what exactly that means in the world of enterprise BPM?
1: Well, I like to think of CEP is from an old chaos theory analogy the butterfly effect, and the idea that a butterfly that's beating its wings in Brazil can cause a tornado in Texas. And each individual change might be insignificant in its own right, but when you take them together as a chain of events, as a pattern of events, the end result can be quite catastrophic. So if we apply the same sort of thinking in the business context, we can say that in any organization through the, the course of the day, there can be millions of different notable events that occur it 's a sales rep entering the address for a new customer it 's a network device emitting a message that says the temperature' is running too high and it's likely to shut down it 's an RFID reader seeing a pallet pass through in a warehouse in New Jersey. All of these are events that take place in an organization and If you think about that RFID reader and that pallet of goods in the warehouse in New Jersey, the reader may see the pallet of goods go through and say, fantastic, we've got the goods, we know what goods we've received, we know where they are, we know how many there are, and we can link that up with our logistics systems, we can link that up with our inventory systems, and everything seems wonderful. But when we take it in the wider context of the business, it's all great having this pallet of goods in a a warehouse in New Jersey, but marketing event in the Midwest has meant that there's a shortage of this good in the Midwest. So whilst the event in the warehouse in New Jersey would suggest everything going great, taking it in a wider context, we see a problem. So the idea behind CEP is to detect these significant business events in real time from all this variety of diverse sources, and then to identify what the relevant patterns within those events are, and to detect the threats or opportunities that those patterns represent, and then ultimately to reduce the time to act. Taking that into the the BPM context, there's really two areas where CEP and BPM have a, a wonderful synergy. The first is that if CEP is about identifying threats and opportunities and reducing the time to act, then a lot of instances, the processes that are defined in the BPM system, are the actions to resolve the problem or to capture the opportunity. It's a CEP to BPM route. The other area where BPM and CEP play a role is that, of course, as processes are being driven through that BPM system, there are events occurring. And so BPM, in many respects, can be a source, not the only one, but one of the sources of these diverse events that the CEP system is picking up and correlating and, and making decisions
0: about. It also sounds a little bit similar to business activity monitoring. How is it similar and how does it differ from business activity it, monitoring?
1: They do sound very similar because BAM and CEP are both about picking up events, they're both about doing it in real time, and they're both about trying to provide information to managers and supervisors and you know, reducing that time to act. But there's a big difference between them. With BAM, what we're trying to monitor uh Things that are either single events, single transactions. So it's a particular job in the BPM system that's missed a deadline. The other area where BAM gets used is where we're tracking things that are very highly correlated. There's a high degree of similarity between them. In a typical BAM system, from a BPM context, we're doing things like, show me all of the jobs that are owned by Fred, Mary, and Alice, or show me what the total number of jobs in the entire system are and compare that to our 30-day average. There are things that, even though they apply to many different jobs, there's a real similarity between them. The big difference with CEP is that CEP is looking for patterns amongst diverse events and typically things that you wouldn't be able to find in a BAM system. So to give you an example, imagine I'm a telco. And like most of the telcos around nowadays, I've evolved from being a single-service provider of, say, local and long-distance residential lines to the whole idea of a a converged quad-play organization. I'm providing local and long-distance. I'm providing wireless. I'm providing internet. I'm providing satellite TV. So I'm a customer. I'm exactly the customer that this telco is looking for. I walk into my AT&T store and I say, I want it all. So sales reps are ecstatic, big commission, we write out four orders for each of the four services. The marketing people are patting themselves on the back because the promotion is very successful, the executives are thinking these billions of dollars they've spent on acquiring companies is great and so everything's working nicely. The problem comes when our RFID reader in New Jersey with the pallet of goods that happen to be mobile phones is you know, a surplus in New Jersey and here I'm in the Midwest and I'm not getting my phone because we've got a shortage there. Suddenly now, the entire order is at risk, but... Whilst I see it as one, one entire order, you and I know that it might say AT&T on the door, but that company is made up of lots of different organisations that have been acquired over the years, lots of different systems at play. If I'm ordering internet, it goes to this part of the country, and if I'm ordering uh, residential, it's going to this part of the country. There's, there's different parts of the organisation that are doing different parts of those orders, and they don't talk to each other. So whilst three of the orders might move along nicely through the business process... One of the orders, there's a problem there. And, of course, again, if you're like me, if I'm not getting my mobile phone, I start to query whether I want to do any business with these people and cancel the entire order. So, bam, you would struggle to ever catch that because you're talking about four different business processes, perhaps run in four different parts of the organisation, maybe in four different parts of the country, certainly with four different systems, and you're not going to see the correlation between them. But CEP... That's what it's looking for. It's looking for those correlations and it's identifying because of these diverse events where the threat or the opportunity comes from.
0: Earlier you gave us some examples about using CEP in general. Could you give us a couple more that are more specific to how it would be used with BPM?
1: In general, the relevance of CEP is in any situations where you need a shrinking time to respond. Because of that getting shorter and shorter, I need to be more agile, more reactive, and CEP plays a role there. Anywhere where... You've got significant SLA, service level agreements, that need to be met and where there's perhaps some monetary penalty for not meeting those SLAs. Again, CEP has a, a role there. And really anywhere where there's perhaps a monetary value associated with a, a threat or opportunity. To be a bit more specific, we say customers use CEP in the area of fraud detection. One single transaction seems perfectly reasonable. But then a series of transactions, a series of funds transfers slightly below the threshold at which the Fed is tracking them, that might indicate some fraudulent transaction. Any sort of track and trace problem where we're trying to track goods moving through a supply chain. One of our customers has applied in the area of railroad transportation and tracking the movement of rolling stock along the rail network, tracking the movement of crew and correlating where the trains are and where the crew are and trying to match them up and make sure they're in the same place at the same time. We see people use them in the financial world for trading, program trading and the like, and even something as diverse as predictive marketing. So these are some of the specific areas where people are starting to apply CEP.
0: What are the major components of a CEP system?
1: There are actually a lot of different components, but if I just keep it sort of at the high level. First and foremost, we need a high-performance message bus is a, a key element of a CEP solution. Second thing is we need to have let's call it an event processing engine, that can pick up those events. It's got to be very quick. It has to then be able to read the context of the message. So it's not just about saying that an event occurred, but it's also the context of an event. Who was the customer? What did they order? How much did they pay? That sort of information. And then the third really key element of it is a rules engine because ultimately what we're doing is applying rules to these messages and looking for those patterns and being able to say, well, this occurred, then that occurred, well, then a third thing occurred, and a fourth thing didn't occur, that's a problem or that's an opportunity.
0: Dan, is there any specific functionality that a BPM system would need to participate with a CEP system?
1: One of the functionalities that the BPM system needs is When CEP identifies a threat and wants to kick off a BPM process to handle that threat or that opportunity, then we need to have that integration between the two systems, which to be honest with you is a fairly common thing, nothing that complex about that. But the other area where BPM needs to have some some pretty specific functionality is to cater to the scenario where I said that BPM can be a source of events for the CEP system. And so in order to do that, I need my BPM engine to be able to emit events. It's got to be event-enabled so that as state changes, as actions take place within the BPM system, we're able to emit an event onto the bus to include not just the fact of the event, but the context of the event as well, and be able to provide that information to the CEP system. And that's not nearly as common because... It requires a fair degree of sophistication to be able to push out the event and ensure that I'm not actually putting a drain on the BPM engine in general.
0: For people who are interested in pursuing CEP, are there any best practices that you could share with us?
1: Some of the things that, for mine, are most important is for people to understand that this is, whilst it's a technology and whilst obviously has an IT component to it, people have to build the systems and install the systems and operate the systems, but very much like BPM, it's a business-driven tool. So the business people have to say, look, what are the metrics we're trying to capture? What are the patterns that represent good or bad things happening in, in here? How are we going to push this information to the end users and what context is required, what content is required, what's the look and feel that's required, what are the scenarios that we're trying to to manage. If you run this entirely through the IT organisation, then it's quite likely that they'll miss many of the important characteristics that the business people are trying to monitor. The other thing to bear in mind is that sometimes this stuff shakes up the organisation a bit and there can be organisational issues. Best practices would be to look out for those issues through the course of the project.
0: So pretty similar to BPM, generally. Sure. Well, I think this is a great start for anyone interested in learning about how CEP can enhance BPM. Dan, thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Anytime.
0: That was Dan Turns, Chief Technology Officer in the Asia-Pacific region for TIBCO Software. If you'd like more information on BPM, visit our BPM Resource Center at www.tibco.com or contact your TIBCO representative. I'm Emily Burns. Thanks for listening to this edition of the BPM Plus podcast series.